Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome into Flanagan's Pub for the first time tonight. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Dayton and winner tonight, 88-73 over the Duquesne Dukes. Dayton improves to 11-12 overall, 5-6 and in 8-10 play. Duquesne drops to 15-10, and 10, and an even 6-6 six and six in 8-10 play. Nate, this is a Dukes team that was looking like the surprise team in the 8-10 early. They they started hot 3-0, but they have since now lost, uh, well, they're 3-6 since. They've now lost four of their last five, including tonight. Yeah. Um, last time I checked, they beat us. They did, yeah, and then in the uh, season opener, the the 8-10 season opener, all the way back in December. Yeah, yeah. Like so, forever ago. so we had a little chip on our shoulder, and uh, yeah. we came out and did what we were supposed to do. Um, but the good thing is, you know, I was talking to you on the break, and um, I was pretty impressed when I was looking at the stats. And, you know, all the games that we have lost, we have been in every game except two. Every game that we have lost except two has been 10 and under. So for me – as a young team, that is huge because that means that we're getting confidence and that we know that we can play at this level because when you come from high school to the college level, it's a big difference because in high school, you can take off quarters and play. In college, you can't do that. You have to be ready to play 40 minutes. And sometimes, you know, you see that it spurts with us that we'll be good for a couple minutes and we'll be like, oh, wow, you know. And then all of a sudden you'll see like uh, you're getting frustrated and we got the fans going crazy because we're making mistakes. Those are young mistakes. But as the season goes on, we're going to grow and become better. And for me, I think we're right where we need to be. Like I said, you know, the games that we lost, only two games that we lost, it was more than 10 points. Every other game has been 10 and under. So that's good for us. A lot of good things uh, tonight from this team. Uh, Josh Cunningham, who seems to be turning into a Ryan Perryman-like double-double machine with 21-11. and Daryl Davis dropped 20. Trey Landers just missed a double-double with 12 points, 9 assists. Jordan Davis dropped an 18. And Jalen Crutcher is really starting to mature and really lead this team, Nate. He has not hit that freshman wall at all. He's just powered through it. He had another 8-point, 9 assist and zero turnover night. Is that good? I feel like that's good. That's huge. <laughs> that is awesome. you got to understand, for a young guy to go in, take care of the ball, and not turn it over, because coaches don't go into the game expecting players not to turn the ball over, because yeah. the game of basketball is about mistakes, and how do you react after you make those mistakes. But when you're not making mistakes, it just makes it that much easier to coach you. Yep. John Bedell and Nate Green and you here for Flyer Feedback. Uh, and as we turn the calendar to February now, we've got a new drink special for you through the month of February while we're here for feedback game nights after UD home games. $3 Bud Light aluminum bottles is the deal we will have uh, throughout February and while we're here tonight through 10. So a few ways for you to jump on the show, Flyer fans. You can call us up at 457-1290. You can tweet me, jump in my mentions, at jbedellwhio, and I may read your tweet on the air. 
Or if you're here with us at Flanagan's, you can uh, take advantage of the Bud Light mic, which we have available to fans. Also, Nate, something I think we'll talk about as the night goes on, certainly, you got some bench play tonight. You got production out of your bench. Um, Anthony Grant has been um, not utilizing the bench as much, in I think, since the Davidson game, so it's only been a three- or four-game stretch. The bench was the topic of much consternation. My God, you should have heard some of the calls I had to take Saturday night. Uh, for some Flyer fans, I, Nate, have been okay with in short spurts, as in since this Davidson game, for Anthony Grant, that if he does not trust his bench, and let's be honest, lately, do any of you out there really trust that bench? Mm. Then I don't have any problem with him not going to it. Now, yeah. in short spurts, because the kind of minute load that those starters played, Nate, particularly Saturday against uh. the double overtime UMass team, that is not sustainable for a season, nor is it even sustainable for the amount of season they have left with now seven games to go and at least one more in Washington, D.C. for the 8-10 tournament. Oh, yeah. But in short spurts, I am okay with him riding the iron five, so to speak. His best yeah. five guys, if he doesn't trust that bench, fine. But we knew that this bench production was going to have to improve, and at least tonight you saw glimpses of it. Early you saw him kind of sprinkling in yeah. until, at least in my notes, at the under between the under 16 and the under 12 in the second half, Nate, mm -hmm. was the first time Anthony he'd even put two bench guys in at the same time. He was yeah. sprinkling in one bench player and the remaining starters. First it was Crosby and the four remaining starters. Then it was Costas and the four starters. Then it was uh, Mate. Then Crosby came in back in. Eventually it was Crosby and Costas was the first time that he was able to put – uh, he trusted these guys enough to put two bench guys in at the same time. So, yeah. um, you know, Mate with no points, but he had a productive, I thought, okay, six minutes in the first half. Costas with four, Crosby with five points. Oh, yeah, and that's huge. You know what I'm saying? We need our bench, and I think Coach was giving them uh, a little sign to let them know, like, yo, we need you to pick it up. And that's what he did with not playing them and letting them know, like, Okay, we need you to produce in practice so that I can feel comfortable enough to put you in the game. Because we have the talent to do it. They just have to understand they're not in high school, and you can't turn it on and off. you got to keep it on at all times. A little confidence tonight. Yeah. Flyers build a little confidence with the win. 88-73. Dayton Flyers win. Do they improve to 11-12? Overall in 5-6 and six and 8-10 play. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you, Flyer fans, here for Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub. It continues on the other side right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Here are the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. Several Centerville High School students helping out the community with the snow that's come through. A bipartisan budget deal getting flushed out on Capitol Hill today. And no more heavy snow like we saw last night into this morning. But that doesn't mean that we're out of the woods when it comes to winter weather just yet. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. Another cold night and a chance for a refreeze. My forecast coming up. Now WHIO Triple Team traffic. The highway is looking all clear this hour. The drive time is looking normal. Seeing a lot of traffic here on downtown Dayton near South Main where our studio is from the traffic heading away from the arena now that the game is over. We're seeing a, quite a bit of Patterson, uh, excuse me, quite a bit of traffic on Stewart Street. 
And our top story got a round of fresh snow earlier today from the Miami Valley. After some messy road conditions for the commute this morning, the temperature is going to be dropping down to around 10 degrees. Keep in mind, any snow that has melted could uh, refreeze and it'll be in the form of some black ice and spots. Won't be able to see it. Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell has a closer look at what hazards could await us in the exclusive WHIO forecast coming up in just minutes. Well, a bipartisan budget deal getting hammered out on Capitol Hill today. That includes provisions like keeping the government open until March 23rd and a debt ceiling increase. There are one or two final details to work out, but all the principles of the agreement are in place. The budget deal doesn't have everything Democrats want. It doesn't have everything Republicans want, but it has a great deal of what the American people want. That's Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer on Capitol Hill. With local news every 15 minutes, this is WHIO Continuing News. Well, we've been following the winter weather since it first showed its face here again in the Miami Valley. And through the sloshing snow, freezing temperatures, a group of volunteers stepping out to help. The Centerville Boys Varsity Basketball Team got in the snow today to shovel the sidewalks. They are one of the many groups volunteering to help senior citizens in the community. Centerville's Varsity Basketball Head Coach Brooke Krupps says helping the community is just as important as anything that happens on the gym floor. Let's get a look at our exclusive forecast with Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell. A few flurries around early tonight, otherwise mostly cloudy and cold. We'll dip down to 10. Watch out for some ice in spots. We'll climb back up to 26 with partly sunny skies on Thursday. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 at News 95.7 WHIO. Well, the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is clear throughout the Miami Valley, but we're getting bitterly cold out there. Got 20 degrees in Springfield, 16 in Troy, 22 here in Dayton at 933. I'm Jonah Adi on Dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. Adults 50 years or better. Spring registration for the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton is now open. The flexibility of registering for as many seminars as you would like brings a customized, fun, and intellectually stimulating experience for all. This spring, enjoy seminars such as History of the 1919 World Series, Artificial Intelligence, Intermediate iPhone, Creative Studio, Shoot Process Print, and more. Some seminars do fill up, so call now to secure your seat. Call 229-2347. That's 229-2347. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Tailgate Terry. Without Tailgate Terry, you wouldn't have cold Bud Lights and seven-layer dip at every pregame. That's 56 layers per season. Just the right amount if you ask Terry. Just don't ask him while he's inflating the eight-foot mascot he blows up for tailgating. Tailgate Terry is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO presents the Miami Valley's number one free home show. It's coming and it's a brand new location. The Miami Valley's Ultimate Home Expo running February 9th through the 19th at the Dayton Mall. Get inspired for spring and make your home the place for your dream escape. Meet Brady Bunch superstar Barry Williams, who played Greg Brady at the show, signing autographs. Admission is free. Visit HomeExpoDayton.com for more information. Only from AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Ultimate Home Expo presented by Infinity of Dayton. 14 teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The heart of the nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of non-stop basketball action. There can only be one champion. 
the A-10 Championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C., March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer, Nate Green, and you here tonight for Flyer Feedback. Coming to you live from Flannies tonight, as we do after every University of Dayton basketball home game. And I uh, got a drink special for February. We've had one each month throughout the season and through the month of February while we're here for the show. So the hour that we're here after the home games, the deal, drink deal, is $3 Bud Light aluminum bottles. So we've got that deal going here at Flanny's, the best Irish pub in the history of ever, until tonight at 10. So the uh, Dayton continues to extend their lead in this series. They now lead at 54-32, to 32, or 54-22. to 22. The Flyers also get... A little bit of revenge on the Dukes. They lost the A-10 season opener, feels like forever ago, in Pittsburgh at the Palumbo Center back on December 30th. Dayton has now won five straight and eight of nine against the Dukes at UD Arena. And, Nate, we have to hop in the Wayback Machine to go to the last time that Duquesne has ever beaten the Flyers back-to-back at UD Arena. They didn't even do it over the course of one season. They had to do it the last time they played them in February of 2010. And then the first time they played them in the 2010-2011 season, the following season, they beat them January 30th that year. So it has been quite some time before this Duquesne-Duke squad has beaten the Flyers oh, yeah. two in a row at UD Arena. Yeah. Honestly, you know, it's tough to play at home for people to come in, Duquesne to come into our home and think they're going to win. Yeah. Um, the good thing about it is we try to hold um, home court advantage. And lately we've been doing that. Um, and, you know, like I said before, I honestly think that our team, are, we're right where we need to be. Yeah. You know, people probably out there have high expectations. It's like, oh, what's going on and this and that. But you got to understand something. We're a young team. We have one senior on this team. And then if you got to figure about the guys that are returning that have played a lot of minutes, we only have one. You know? Yeah. So for that, it's huge. And for us, for the games that we have lost, like I said before, the games that we've lost, only two of those games was over 10 points. Yeah. All the other games was 10 and under. And so, we, so for me, that means that we have been, been in every game. And as a young team, that is huge. Yeah. And, and this is, you know, you know nobody's going to confuse this Dukes team for world beaters, Nate. You know, their Ken Palm is 173. Their RPI is north of 200 at 217. Um, they started hot. You know, 3-0, they look like a surprise team. They've cooled off since. They're 3-6 since then. But I'll say they've had some They've had some two tough losses, two buzzer beaters. They lost their last game, 84-81, at the Palumbo Center to St. Bonaventure. You got Jalen Adams hitting a three with 3.8 seconds left. And then two at Rhodey just a couple weeks ago. It was on national television. I flipped over just in time to catch the end of this one, and it was a hell of an ending. You know, they lost to Rhodey on a buzzer beater uh, with Stanford Robinson's three-pointer as time expired. So they've had a couple losses. Uh, But just good to see this this Dayton team get back up off the mat after losing again to a really bad UMass team. Uh, But a lot to be positive about tonight. The halftime deficit or the halftime lead of three that they turned around, Nate, and turned into a boat race, the Flyers did. You know, you shoot 83% in the second frame. The bench play was positive for the first time in a while. Yeah. 
Uh, Josh Cunningham with the double-double. Jalen Crutcher to c- c- continuing to mature and not turn the ball over. Uh, his assist-to-turnover rate is just stupid at this point. Uh, Nine assists, no turnovers tonight. He chipped in eight points. Oh, yeah. Lots and, to feel good about tonight. And those two guys that you just named have been uh, real big for our team. Yeah. You know, like you said, Cunningham had a double-double. It wasn't just a double-double. It was 21 and 11. You know, that is making an impact on the game. And, you know, not only does he do it on the court, he does it off the court vocally. Um, he is one of our leaders. And, you know, last year he didn't get to play because of injuries and things like that. But he's definitely came in this year and stepped up. And as being that leader that we need because we need that inside presence. Um, and he has been doing that. And even Acosta has, you know, people always talk about Acosta because they could try to compare him to his brother. Acosta is a freshman. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. He's a freshman that is going to develop and to be a great player if he keeps working hard. And you see glimpses of him being very great. But when he's on the floor, he alters shots, he yeah. gets rebounds, and he is a threat on offense. And that's what we need right now. And as he gets older, he will be more of a presence on the offensive end. But yeah. right now, as he's being a presence on the defensive end, it's great for us. And he's his own player. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because to compare him to his brother – it's not fair. It, it's it's not fair, and it's you sound like a dope when you do it. Exactly. You're, you're talking about because Giannis uh, all-star is playing, yeah. to a freshman in college. You're talking about a guy in Giannis who is playing. He is among the elite in a league full of the best basketball players on the planet. Yeah. And he is playing, Nate, at a level that pretty soon is going to be at an MVP level in oh. the NBA. Oh, yeah. So there you go. A couple ways for you to hop on the show with us, Flyer fans. You can – at me, as the kids say on the Twitter machine, at WHIO. I may read your tweet on the air. And uh, you can call us up at 457-1290. Or you can take advantage of the Bud Light Mike if you're here with us at Flanagan's, where we go now to Jeff and Dayton. Hey, guys. Uh, we, we saw it against VCU here when they pressed us. Saw it last uh, on Saturday against UMass when in the second half when we got out. We got running. Tonight, Duquesne tried to put some pressure on us. This team is very very good in transition and it it sometimes baffles me when guys uh you know get a rebound and stop and stand and look rather than go Uh, i remember when archie first got here and and uh, devin oliver his his best thing he he heard from archie was get the rebound and go you're allowed and uh you know tonight we saw i think it was I think it was Crutcher threw a took an inbound pass and then threw a seventy foot pass down to Josh Cunningham who got a basket and a foul just because Josh was running and 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 Crutcher was looking had his head up and was looking down the floor and uh, you know it, as far as I can tell from tonight I don't have personal experience it seems like Cunningham and Trey Landers they shoot really well when they're throwing the ball down into the hoop uh-huh. rather than than shooting. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're in. Uh, well, Cunningham's pretty accurate from anywhere he shoots the ball, really. I mean, he's, what, top five field goal percentage? Oh, uh, yeah, he is, in, in the A-10. But that's high, that is a high percentage shot, the dunk. Yeah. And that's you first gotta reported here. you got to understand something with our team. We're very athletic. So when we yeah. can get up and down the floor and transition, great things are going to happen. I think we had like four or five dunks tonight, you yeah, know. I, I think we had like three in a row at one point. Uh, doing the game. Florida Gulf Coast going to come at us for uh, copyright infringement. <laughs> right. Dunk City. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when, when you're an athletic team yeah. and you do what you're good at, that means getting up and down the floor in transition, we're going to be good. But our issue, and it's still 
going to be our issue is can we play in half court against the zone? Yeah. That is going to be the key for us. Can we play against that zone in the half court set? And we struggle. Yeah. Only time we haven't struggled is when we've been shooting the ball very well, but that's not going to be an every night thing. Yeah. And when you're not shooting the ball well, we got to find other ways to win. Yeah, and Jeff's right. They've been good against the press. They beat the brakes off uh, VCU's press and route to then turning and beating the brakes off the Richmond Rams. Uh, that was fun. That was the first time we really saw it kind of explode. And then, you know, the one thing I really like tonight, Nate, is that defensively for, you know, Anthony Grant said about 33 minutes they really controlled because that, that garbage time, yeah. you know, when you are when you got a 15, 18-point lead towards the end of the game, you're allowing a, a, a bucket almost every possession. That's obviously not the kind of defense you want to be playing, but you'll have that when you're up almost 20 in the waning minutes of the game. But defensively, Nate, this has been, let's be honest, it's been a bad defensive bunch for most of this year. Oh, Good to see that flip, at least tonight, for them to really control the game defensively. It definitely was good to see it tonight, and um, I think this was a good win because um, the players understand what they have to do on a consistent basis on the defensive end because sometimes it's hard for young guys to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, understand that defense will win games. You know, they think it's all offense. But when you get to this level, you have to stop people to win games, and they're starting to, to understand that. Yeah, and, and really because they're now, I believe they're now 10-2 and two when scoring 71 or more. They drop 88 tonight and they win. So yeah. we talked about this Saturday, whether it's that or if you want to dive into some of their defensive metrics in terms of the points per possession they're allowing, any stat, any metric, it's a bad defensive bunch. They are primarily relying on outscoring people yes, to win they, their games. And they try to. And, you know, we've got good shooters out there. And the thing about it is when we're shooting the ball well, sky's the limits. But as a young team, we have to understand when the ball is not going in from behind the arc, we have to continue to play basketball. And sometimes when the ball is not falling from the, from the arc, our guys put our head down and then they start getting into these little modes, and then the coach has to get on them and get them back into the flow. But when you're at this level, you can't risk that. The coaches don't have to get you back into the game. You have to stay in the game consistently if we want to go far, especially in the postseason. One of the ways for you to join us here on the show, Flyer fans, is to take advantage of the Bud Light Mike, as he is wont to do, Tom and Kettering. John and Nate, um, I'm, I'm really impressed with Jalen Crutcher. Um, you know, young guy, what would they say, uh, 18 assists in the last two games and two turnovers or something like something that? Something like that, yeah. I mean, that's that's almost unheard of, yeah. and, and for especially for a freshman. And and not a, not a big guy, uh, just, uh, you know, he's really, you can tell he's getting confidence. Yes. I mean, I, next time he shoots that turnaround like he did at UMass, it's going to go in. You know, well, and what was nice, too, is that even, even though the shot didn't fall and you would have loved it to. Yeah, well, they didn't turn it over. Well, and he, know, They he, got a shot. He, so. faked, he faked two guys out of their jocks. Right, he did. He did. <laughs> and, and that's going to come. You know, that's, that's going to come along. Yeah. And, and, but, you know, I'm also impressed by uh, 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 Cunningham. He makes himself available. You know, uh, he knows where to go when someone drives, and he makes himself available uh, to, to get the ball and put and he puts it in. He puts it in. He doesn't miss often. And and, and Trey Landers, you know, uh, I, he did a couple things tonight that were 
you know, we didn't really need the behind-the-back stuff and stuff like that. But uh, he's got a he's got a little flair to him, yeah. and, and uh, certainly got uh, the energy and excitement going. And he's telling him what to do out there too. Yeah. And that Thanks, becomes guys. some confidence. That's confidence. Yeah. You know, Landers doing the behind-the-back. That's confidence that he feels like he can make it. And honestly, I've seen him make that pass several times in practice. And you know, when you get that confidence. Believe it or not, you will do things that you won't even expect that you can do um, because the coach believes in you and then your teammates believe in you. Then when you have that confidence level, you just go to the next level. And right now, Trey Landers is doing very well for me. He's, he's in double figures like the last seven, eight games. Um, he's been consistent. Him, Cunningham, they've been very consistent, and that's what we need. And honestly, Cunningham reminds me of one of my old teammates that does the radio with us. Uh, Keith Walaskowski. I call him nine to five. They get oh, the sure. job done. And right. that's what he's been doing. That's right. And and I was worried when he twisted his ankle there tonight or something, you know, for, for a little bit. But he came back. He was okay. So. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Tom. Uh, another thing we should mention tonight is that a flyer feedback investigation has revealed that WHIO's own Michael Purvis, he's never nervous, uh, tacked another win onto his resume as the PA guy over the arena. So, oh yeah, a lot of pressure on Jeff. I'm just saying, Jeff Stevens, Purvis is coming for you, brother. Yes, he that's right a lot. Your tail. He's, he's almost undefeated. He's undefeated for the women when he handles the PA duties, which he does full time. When he fills in for Jeff, we have never lost. We the Dayton Flyers have never lost to a team not named Rhode Island. All right, that's a pretty good record, Mister Mike has going over there. So. But I also want to take my hat off to Bucky. Because what was it? Bucky has 45 years. years. Oh, yeah, that's huge. No color analyst in college basketball has been doing it longer. That's huge. That's huge. And that's a guy that has been with me since I was in college. And, you know, he's a great mentor, and I love him. We like Bucky. We like Bucky. We like the Dayton Flyers. And we like when the Dayton Flyers win games. 88-73, Anthony Grant and company, a winner of the Duquesne Dukes, John Dell. Nate Green and you, Flyer fans, here for Flyer Feedback, the home stretch of it after this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now the three big things you need to know. The top stories we're following this hour. The trial date has been set for Randy Friels, the Miami man accused of shooting his wife. A bipartisan budget deal getting hammered out on Capitol Hill and a refreeze is a possibility overnight in the Miami Valley with temperatures dropping. You're never more than 15 minutes from Dayton's top stories. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Do you suffer from joint pain that limits your activity? If you answered yes, join a Kettering Health Network orthopedic specialist for an educational event on treatment options. To find an orthopedic event near you, visit KetteringHealth.org backslash ortho. That's KetteringHealth.org backslash O-R-T-H-O. Or call 937-558-3988. Trust your joint health to Kettering Health Network and stay active. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO presents the Miami Valley's number one free home show. It's coming, and it's a brand-new location. The Miami Valley's Ultimate Home Expo, running February 9th through the 19th at the Dayton Mall. Get inspired for spring and make your home the place for your dream escape. Meet Brady Bunch superstar Barry Williams, who played Greg Brady at the show, signing autographs. Admission is free. Visit HomeExpoDayton.com for more information. Only from AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Ultimate Home Home Expo presented by Infinity of Dayton. 
I'm Jerry Willis with your Fox Business Network tax tip. Avoiding the dreaded audit. What you can do to keep from drawing the wrong kind of attention from the IRS after this. It's the new Jerry Willis podcast. I love giving you an edge with your money. I like to break it all down so that you wind up with more, more money in your pocket, more confidence in your future. Find it now on foxnewspodcast.com. The IRS audited less than 1% of all individual tax returns in 2016. Odds are your return will sail through. But if you make a lot of money, say $200,000 or more, your return is more likely to get a second look. Make sure you report all taxable income. Taking higher than average deductions is also a red flag. Big charitable deductions can also draw attention to your return. Be sure to get appraisals for donations of valuable property and keep receipts for cash donations. For more tax tips, go to foxbusiness.com. I'm Jerry Willis with the Fox Business Network. Some passing flurries around early tonight, otherwise just cold. Watch out for some refreezing streets as temperatures drop off to 10 degrees in the morning. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell at the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, for the final time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. I'm John Bedell. He's former Flyer Nate Green. And you're you. Tuning in, we thank you. Wherever you're doing that, whether it's in your WHIO News app, live streaming us around the world, or if you're uh, listening in your car on the way home, maybe you got your radio tuning in at home. I don't know, but we thank you for spending your time with us. Or, hey, if you're here at Flanagan's, have a beer. Celebrate this Flyers win. we got a drink special tonight on, up until 10 while we're here for the show. $3 Bud Light aluminum bottles. 88-73, Dayton winner. They get to 11-12 and 12 overall. 5-6 and six in A-10 play. And uh, they keep alive the hope, Nate, that uh, as Anthony Grant has mentioned the last couple of uh, times he's been on our airwaves, that uh, they keep hope alive for maybe grabbing a top four seed in that A-10. It's, uh, it's Rhode Island and it's everybody else this year. Oh, yeah. And it's a log jam. Uh, and it's, it's a league that is full of mediocrity, so you never know if they'd be able to, you know, mathematically, Nate, they're still in it. And could they climb that ladder and maybe grab themselves uh, a, three, a two, three, or four seed? the uh, 8-10 tournament. I, I believe they can, but, you know, double buy. when we were talking earlier today, you know, we said we need that bench to come up and yeah, step up. Do. We're going to need that bench if we want to get one of those seats. Yeah. Um, yep. Honestly. And, you know, we were talking in, in the break about uh, Zarius. Um, you know, Zarius is one of those players that I felt that he is a huge part of the team. Yeah. He needs to step up and play his role and contribute um whatever is going on in the locker room because you know as a former player you understand what things that go on you have to put that stuff aside and and you have to look at the team and understand that we're all in here for the same reason and you have to come and ready to win you got to bring it in practice you know uh, i heard that he he didn't practice the other day because he had a sore throat for me, that's not Yesterday. acceptable. Yeah, that that's what happened. He 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 told the he said he could not practice because uh, he had a sore throat. Told that to the trainer. Told Anthony Grant he didn't practice and he didn't play today. And that's why he didn't play tonight. There and for me, you know, we need him. And a sore throat shouldn't stop you from practicing. Uh, we've been through a whole lot of worse things in life uh, on the court 
that a sore throat shouldn't stop you. So I believe it's more than that. But um, if he can hear me, I want him to understand something, that this team needs him, and we need him to go far in the postseason because he is a big part of this team, and he could be a great leader for us because he has that potential. Oh, he does. And, and, and that's a question that, you know, Nate has kind of lingered all season where you talk about needing him, and he's got that potential because yeah. this was a kid coming into this season, Nate, that a lot of people, and rightfully so with the sophomore campaign he had last year, mm-hmm. were thinking all A-10 season for the kid. Maybe yeah. not first team, but, I mean, surely second teammate, you know, at least to that threshold, Nate, based on the trajectory of what he's been playing like. Yeah. And, and, and somebody tweeted me the other day during the show, hey, what's going on with Zerius? And I said, I, I don't know. I, that's a question that a lot of people have. Yeah. And right now, I don't have the answer to it. Wish I did. I don't. And as a former player, you know, um, I understand what some of the players go through with um, thinking that they're supposed to be at a certain point and they're not there and they get frustrated and they start pointing fingers. But at the end of the day, they have to look at their self and see what they're doing wrong to make their self better. And when they do that, they're going to make their self better and they're going to make their team better. That's right. And I think Zarius needs to have that conversation with himself. We will see. 457-1290 is the number of Flyer fans. You can jump in my mentions on Twitter at jbelwhio, or you can join us here at Flanagan's and take advantage of the Bud Light mic, which is where we'll go right now. What's your name? Where are you from? I'm from Drexel. Um, I, I'd like to ask uh, Nate, from Drexel. how would your uh, 2003 team do against this team? How would you coach it? What would your matchups be? Well, how would you play them? Uh, well, we definitely going to beat this team. You forgot. You forgot our uh, 2003 team. We won the A-10 tournament. Then we went to the NCAA. So uh, we were a little deeper, and we can't really compare because we were very experienced at that time. We had a lot of veterans on that squad. I think we wound up graduating like five guys that year. So um, we can't really compare it, but I I definitely say we'll take care of business. Would uh, Josh Cunningham really eat up uh, Nate Green inside? Today, no. yes. Back then, no. Back in the day. <laughs> Back in the day, no, sir. <laughs> but today, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Watch out for those elbows, Josh. Yeah. Right? We got them coming. Got them coming. <laughs> well, hey, Dayton winner tonight, 88-73 of the Duquesne Dukes. They get their revenge uh, from the 8-10 opener that really does, Nate, feel like forever ago, back in December, on December 30th. And now well, we look ahead to a date with the Richmond Rams. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. On Saturday. Uh, which uh, they are currently uh, going through the Battle of Richmond. They're playing the Spiders tonight. I believe it's in the Robbins Center. So let's try to find the score on that one because this is a uh, this is a Rams team, Nate, that uh, Dayton's looking for the season sweep and that is in uh, – well, it would be in Richmond either way, but it's it's at Richmond Spiders. 39-38 Richmond Spiders with uh, 238 left in the first half. So a rivalry game tonight around the 8-10 and the team that uh, – VCU Dayton has on Saturday as we return to the high school-sized Seagull Center on Saturday. It's going to be a big test for us, you know, because we have to, uh, you know, win on the road. That's a tough atmosphere to win in, I will say that. They they do well, they fill the place up, um, and it's a a halfway decent atmosphere, I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tough to win on the road in college basketball. It is, and uh, we need to get one of those um, because that's going to help us uh, at the end of the season if we can get this win on the road. Um, and then it's also just going to give us confidence coming back home. Oh, yeah. You know, so uh, 
I hope we do what we're supposed to do, and I hope Zarius gets himself together and he comes in and um, coach puts him in the game and he contributes like I know he can. Well, to win Saturday too, Nate, would give this team two wins in a row for the uh, for the only the second time this year. That's just the kind of year it's been for this team that Jekyll and Hyde has, has just continued all year, but that would get you back to an even 500, 12 and 12, 6 and 6 in league play with, um, you know, just at that point you'd be you have six games left to go in the league before before DC and two another chance to get your get yourself a win over um, <laughs> it's all relative cuz it is a dumpster fire year for this Atlantic 10 uh, but one of the better teams in this bad league this year oh yeah it is but it's a good thing for us cuz it could be a confident builder for us cuz we'll win one on the road that's right Two in a row, as Lou Brown said, you win one more, that's called a winning streak. That's, that's going to do right. it for us, Flyer fans. And one more time, Dayton winner tonight, 88-73, our next game, Saturday at the Richmond Rams. So we will see you Saturday night on the radio, Flyer fans. Six o'clock tip means our coverage starts at five with the expanded Bud Light pregame show live from our Dayton studio. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, for my partner, Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers.